the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Canons, my dear faithful, where your treasure is, there is your heart. We heard this phrase recently at Mass on Ash Wednesday, when our Lord recommended that we all seek to store up treasures in heaven rather than on earth. Why? Simply because we are only on this earth for a short time. We are not made for this earth, but we were created for something greater. For what? God created people to share his divine life. God does not need us to be happy, but in his infinite goodness, he has created us to share in the life of the Trinity. What a treasure awaits us at our death. Our, our first parents sinned. They closed themselves off from the treasure that God had reserved for us from the moment of our creation. But God goes beyond even our expectations, for he will redeem our sin in spite of our lack of gratitude for the grace he has already given us. God therefore took on human flesh to redeem man's sins with his own life. By his death, he will give mankind access to the most fabulous treasure we could ever think of, divine life. The gates of heaven have been reopened. This is a mystery of the redemption that we have been living for 10 days now. What then are the pleasures and rewards of the world next to heaven, my dear faithful? Heaven is worth more than the greatest of earthly treasures. Our Lord became a man in order to get even closer to humanity. Today, he comes to show us, in his marvelous pedagogy, a foretaste of heavenly joys and of the divine life that awaits us all. Yes, today, it is heaven that our Savior reveals to us. But if he reveals heaven to us, it is only to encourage us to resume or continue our efforts to reach this treasure. He shows us the way, but we must make the effort to follow him. He will not save us without us. The church, through the mouth of St. Paul, tells us a phrase, a phrase which, throughout the week, throughout our lives, must resound in our hearts. The will of God is that we should be holy. This is the goal of redemption. This is the task of the church. What does it mean to be holy? It means to possess divine sonship, to participate in the divine life of Christ, to pass from grace to transfiguration. And for this to happen, one must walk the path of salvation. In the Gospel, Christ wants to tell us, I want to lead you to the holiness and my glory, and glory that my transfiguration shows you. For this, I give you time, the time of length to make the necessary efforts to achieve it. The purpose of Lent is the transfiguration of, our, of the soul. The goal of Lent is to go up with the apostles and Jesus on Mark's table. But you may say, it's not easy to become saint in our, in our present world, which does not help us and does not love us. This is certainly true. But God has not left us unarmed. He gives us his grace in many ways. 
The sacraments are the privileged means that our Lord has chosen to give, to comfort us, to strengthen us, to move us forward, in a word, to sanctify us. Baptism, penance, the Eucharist, all these means of salvation tend towards this goal, to make us holy. The last of these is particularly strong because it gives us the very author of grace, Jesus himself. The Eucharist makes us the tents of God, the true temples of God. For what reason do we have to, be, to invite the apostles who knew Jesus? We can have Jesus in our soul every day if, you want, if we want to. This is a true means of the transfiguration of our soul. We have become, we have become saints through baptism. But we constantly renew our holiness through, through the, the Eucharist. And who gives us the, the Eucharist? It's the priest. The priest is a mediator between God and man. He is in the intimacy of, intimacy of God to take souls behind him on table. Arise, do not fear, he will say, following the example of Jesus today. It is therefore a great joy for me, the young priest that I am, to be able today to thank Divine Providence for having brought me here. I have been able to count on the benevolence of the superiors to achieve the task that awaits me of bringing souls to table. All this would have been impossible without the priestly formation I received in Grishilian, which provided me the spiritual and intellectual means to respond favorably to the, to the Lord's call, to accompany him to the holy mountain, to receive his teaching, and then to transmit them to all the faithful. I thank you also to all those who have prayed for religious vocations, especially priestly vocations. Without the support of, of daily prayers, a young man cannot go very far on this magnificent, magnificent but arduous path of the priesthood. You give spiritual support, but also material and financial support. I would like to thank you also for the sacrifices you make for young priestly vocations. Be sure that this is not in vain. Thanks to you, young Levites can respond to their vocation and go to work in the fields of the, of the Lord to fetch the sheep entrusted to them and lead them surely on the way to heaven. Your prize is worth than, more than a treasure. It is heaven, which is offered to you by those whom you have, you have helped and for whom you have prayed. So my dear faithful, with the hope that Christ gives us today in this vision of our future eternity, let us all work to acquire by our efforts and by the grace of God this reward and this treasure that he is preparing for us in heaven. Be assured of my prayers for this intention for all of you, dear faithful, from now on as I celebrate this Mass for all your intentions. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.